This is Aliveness. I'm your host, Allison Crossweight, a guide and former psychotherapist here to empower you to break out of your old patterns, shift into a new state of being, and ignite your aliveness. So trigger warning on this episode, some talk of sexual abuse, and it's definitely a 18 plus adult episode. I tend to let what comes through me come through me in terms of what I put out in the world, but what has been coming through me lately is so spicy that I've had to go back to first principles and really be sure for myself why I think this is important and how I got here. And so the last podcast episode summarizes some of my thinking about sex, why it's so important and central, and some of the ways in which I think our disconnection from our sexual energy is causing a lot of the problems that we have in this world and is certainly keeping us back from our potential. Today, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take you through the arc of my own sexual experience and how I got here. And this is an update to the episode on my sexual healing journey back in the spring. So my sexual boundaries were crossed when I was three years old, just at the edge of memory. And as a result, I can never know how much of my expression and experience of sexuality is naturally mine and how much is heightened or repressed because of being exposed to things before I knew what they were. Uh, Sex has always been important to me, though, and I fantasized and masturbated very early. I was raised fundamentalist Christian, and sex was for marriage only. I remember my mother distinctly saying to me, it's harder for men to control themselves. We have to help them. Already, right from the beginning, before I had any sexual experience, it was imprinted upon me that there was some kind of fear to it, and I had to keep men at a distance, and it was my responsibility, Um, and that there was the weight of sin on me if I did not. So already, there was a lot in there. Any fleeting opening to my sexuality um, was pretty much crushed, I'll be honest, but uh, being a young woman... um, I know most of us can relate to this. Uh, Random indecent exposure, catcalling, harassment, and sexual assault all gave me the information that sex is dangerous um, and that I am prey. And there was no real option not to play this game. I was young and a target, and the only question was how I related to it. And so I related in fear fear of God's wrath and fear of what was being um, put in front of me that had nothing to do with my own desires was not attuned to me at all. So it's like it's coming at me when I'm three and ongoing before I've ever had the thought it was mine. I want this. It's very hard to unpack all of this. Entering the work world, I became really conscious of the double standard. I must be hot but not too hot, smart, but not ambitious, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Beneath all of this, I mostly lost my connection to my own desires. And when they did surface, they were chaotic and terrifying. There were moments of fun. Traveling Europe, I enjoyed the passport game, kissing men from as many countries as possible. 
It took me a long time to get the U.S. and that made me laugh. In Chicago, my girlfriends and I unpacked our sexual adventures, sex in the city style. The conversations and female bonding were far more enjoyable than the actual male encounters. Serial monogamy was inbred. I was conditioned to create a stable family life, and that conditioning was far stronger than my sex drive. I didn't have any question that that's what I was supposed to do. I was supposed to create this stable family life. So everything I did, I did in that light, not realizing that was a choice. I married twice with the voices I had been raised with playing in my head alongside severe attachment anxiety and low self-esteem. I had no idea what relationship could be. I had no idea who I was. Eventually, and so obviously, those relationships didn't go well. And I've always had a fighting spirit that even though I had strong conditioning, I wasn't going to live in a way that made me unhappy. Eventually, I fell in love for real. And we had a magical six months of sex and love. He was the man that I chose, who I still love as family. And when the honeymoon phase ended and sex died off, our bond was way too strong to consider leaving. He was my person. Then we tried to have a baby and almost a decade of trying and losing killed my sense of myself as a sexual being and our relationship. In July of 2017, I said, and he was there, I said that part of my life, the sexual part that's done, it's done for me. And then in August 2017, I met grandmother ayahuasca. I met her broken and my intention was to have a baby. I also hoped for some spiritual understanding that would change it all. Knowing grandmother now as I do, I shiver at my boldness. I had not yet had the experience of being given what you want when you ask, which is what grandmother is very good at. The first ceremony was kind of ridiculous. I did purge. I saw visions of candy. I thought the songs were strange. None of it was like I expected. And it felt outside the realm of my experience in a way that was not helpful. I did, however, feel great the next morning. I got up, drove back to the cottage. The night after ceremony, I had a sexual dream. In the morning, feeling desire, I reached for my partner and he stiffened. In that moment, I saw the whole unconscious contract between us that I would desperately try to juice up my ovaries by any means necessary and do everything to create a child while he did not want to create with me. A week later, I went on a radical aliveness retreat and met a man I felt attracted to. As part of the workshop, I was able to express that attraction. And this just took everything out of the box, feeling it flowing live in the spoken word with another person. Nothing was going to put it back in. And so I came home, booked a trip to Peru in December and told my partner I could not be monogamous if we were not having sex. Grandmother had stirred me and my life force had taken priority with astonishing speed. And interestingly now, it's grandmother who has helped me put words to what I'm creating now and has pushed me along to bring this out into the world. Over the next year and a half, I participated in over 30 ayahuasca ceremonies alongside continued emotional release. I worked with many intentions in ceremony and time and again, grandmother brought me back to sex. She showed me what it was like to feel out of control desire. She rebirthed me as an eagle. 
and men came out of the woodwork in response. My partner and I separated nine months after my declaration about monogamy. The ceremonies then turned to grief. I was devastated. I saw, also saw all the ways that I'd hurt him, the reasons for his withdrawal, and I mourned the beautiful life that we had built. The separation freed me to have new sexual experiences and what I discovered was life-changing. The medicine had opened my body and intercourse felt amazing. I couldn't get enough. Just as we were separating, my therapist, seeing me coming alive, suggested a ceremony called shamanic dearmoring. As she spoke about it, I felt electricity head to toe. I had to do it and I had to do it yesterday. In August of 2018, I flew to Australia and spent 13 days breaking through a lifetime of repression. There's nothing like hearing a room of 25 people let loose in their natural life force energy. There's just nothing like it. Between grandmother and the dearmoring, my life force energy was a raging river. Sex was all I wanted to do. It became essential, like food, which of course brought all the things up around relationship. Conventional relationships seemed impossible. The slow courting rituals, the expectations. So I started loving casual sex and then discovering that with certain people, casual sex wasn't casual at all. So I started learning how to protect my heart and my body. This was all a glorious exploration that hit some wild highs and lows. My refrain for a long time was, I just want five days. I want five days uninterrupted with a safe partner to go deep and see what happens on the other side of sustained presence and lovemaking. One of the first men I met turned into a longtime love and it was devastating. We had the most beautiful connection and there was also a hot, cold dynamic where he would shock me with something kind of devastating every two weeks, I two weeks or so. Um, I tolerated it far too long um, and finally broke it off when it became clear he was cheating on me with his best friend. I lost a lot of my newly gained confidence in this encounter. Without safety in the relationship, I didn't have access to what I wanted, which was the ongoing sexual connection. So I tried to create this monogamous container for us so that the safety was there. And in the process, kind of convinced myself that's what I wanted, which may still be what I want, but it was because I didn't feel safe, I wasn't able to connect to my own self. Sex as a priority again kind of fell away, and when we broke up, I grounded more deeply in the Christian wisdom tradition, which also supported this unconscious assumption that I could not have both sex and God. Then in spring 2023, through a couple seemingly random and relatively chaste encounters, I came alive again. This time with the ground and the space to write about it and explore at a whole other level. Instead of being swept away on the raging river, I had the presence to witness the river. And what I saw was that sex brought out and activated a kind of aliveness in me that was precious. And that this drive in us was so beautiful. I wanted to pay more attention to it. I was both exploring and watching the exploration. And at this point, my life purpose was now clear. 
I'm here to devote myself to life, to aliveness. And in that context, I was able to ground in a purpose, a healing and aliveness purpose for my explorations and say, stay connected, which helped to my purpose and my aliveness for myself, which helped me stay on track as there were highs and lows. And so I threw myself into aliveness, including sexuality, through the Venus retrograde of June through October 2023. It was a mess and it was beautiful. It brought me to my knees and I returned to grandmother for healing at the end of the retrograde cycle in October. What you see now in my work is a result of these explorations, ceremonies, and of my ongoing thinking and metabolizing with trusted mentors and with myself, the importance of these experiences and their relevance to our world. I'm creating things that are sometimes titillating, sometimes funny, sometimes entertaining, sometimes erotic, sometimes conceptually challenging, all around the heart of aliveness and what that means for all of us. I know that my stories and thoughts resonate. Many of you are following me on Instagram, close friends. Feel free to DM me if you'd like to do that. And your responses tell me this. What I hope to convey is how important this material is for all of us. I'm not just talking about dating or just talking about sex. I am interacting in the world in a sort of conventional way with conventional language and there's more to it. I'm talking about life. That's my purpose here. The number, my number one intention is not to get married again, but to open and expand whatever that means life has for me. And this is very analogous to what I learned on my fertility journey. I learned to open as a mother, regardless of external outcome. And in this journey, I am opening as a lover of the world. So I'm not just talking about dating. I'm talking about life and how we live life in the context of our culture, the inner conflicts and external demands that we encounter when we set on the path of aliveness. I counsel my clients to go for their desires. This material is me going for mine. I trust our desires. I can't figure it out. I can't figure out how to create life as I want it. There's no perfect static way. Um, and sometimes our desires seem like they make no sense. Certainly back when I was recovering from my breakup and feeling you know, more grounded, that life in some ways makes more sense, but it's not enough for me. Certainly for long periods, this desire for full sexuality and aliveness has seemed like it did not make sense. But I'm here now and the threads are coming together and I know it's important. Each step on the journey has been essential in forming this evolving worldview. When I search for the best, most serious thing I can do for the world, it's this self-expression of my inner journey alongside holding space for the inner journeys of the clients who are called to trust me with their intimate selves. For it is our untapped energy which is causing pain in the world and which offers the potential to heal the world.
We are not satisfied when our energy is not flowing. And our energy needs to flow. This, this is what the world needs. The world desperately needs our love. So we have to have it inside. The richest, most deepest, natural kind of love that exists within each of us as a cool pool of like flowing, beautiful spring water, everlasting life. We are made of life. That this has anything to do with sex may surprise you. But stay with me and let's look together at what treasures lie in our desires. Do you still have patterns of thinking and acting and find yourself getting in your own way despite all the work you've done on yourself? Do you have a deep inner knowing that there is more for you to access and claim in your life? Does it feel like you are striving and pushing rather than surrendering and receiving? If so, I invite you to consider joining Expand. Expand is a three-month alchemical program and inner work community to transform your current inner experience into a new chapter in your life. You will engage in deep mental, emotional, and somatic work in a structured process so that you can fully step into your life in every way you desire. You will also have the opportunity to experience one full microdosing cycle combined with the inner work if you choose. Admission is by application to ensure that physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, this approach is the right fit for you right now. You can find the link to learn more and apply in the show notes. If this resonates with you, be sure to subscribe so you get all the juicy episodes to come. And if you have a friend who is deep into their personal growth and healing journey, share this podcast with them too. Now go out and experience the aliveness that's here for you today.